Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals, the show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's weekly, that's geekly, that's geekly, and we're recording during the big game, the biggest game of all time. Um, yeah, we are, we are recording during Elden Ring, actually. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say during the StarCraft II Red- International Finals oh, or whatever. The big game. It's Worlds. Uh, it's me, your host, Dom, a.k.a. Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my uh, athletic co-hosts, which like to tell the people who it is that you are. Hey, it's me. It's Stephanie, a.k.a. Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowqueer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. And I am performing live for the first time since uh, seven years ago. And uh, I'm Eric. I'm not on the internet anymore. Can't find me. And, uh... I'm so athletic, I can go up and down my stairs four times without losing my breath. <laughs> Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> okay, okay Judging based on my this. own ability to climb stairs. I've oh, like Stairs, I think, I don't know, are easy. It, it's any like long distance running, can't do. Stairs, got it. <laughs> so, funny thing, that even in the best shape of my life, I can never walk up steps without losing my breath. Run up steps? Easy. No worries. We can run all day. Hey, walk up these steps at a regular pace. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that, know, like, man. staying, like, years of staying at the Hyatt, you know, downtown in uh, Columbus for OhioCon and not wanting to deal with the elevators, like, I'd be on the 26th floor and be like, all right, let's go, stair time. <laughs> <laughs> Stare time, stare time. We were so annoyed with our hotel for uh, the Red Roof Inn Plus Plus for OhioCon this year. They have stairs, but and they let out in the lobby, but you can't get into the stairs from the lobby. They're only, like, you can take the stairs to the second floor, up and down, easy peasy at any point. But if you want to go in and up, you can't. Weird. You can't even key card yourself in, which is super duper annoying when the elevators are being nuts on the last day. That's every con I mean, ever. I think the worst is like Yomacon, like the central Yomacon, hotel. The Rensen is a nightmare. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's Yeah, I assume it's not even that bad at the hotel that's at OhioCon, like that's in the convention center. For what? For to, OhioCon? Yeah, I have to imagine yeah, that no. one's not as bad as like because the one in Detroit is super giant. <laughs> it's, it's there's four there's four elevators for like thousands upon thousands of rooms. Like it's terrible. Yeah, and like only at, like one of them goes to like twenty to thirty. Like yeah, I, I guess them... that's probably better. Like that, I guess right in a way. But I think I took the ha- stairs there too when I stayed there one yeah. time. Because like the tricky part is then just like the. You get all of the people who are going up to go down. You get like just, yeah. and there, there are, it seems like there are a lot of elevators, but ultimately there are not enough elevators servicing each batch of floors. It turns out elevators are inefficient when it comes to moving large numbers of people, except for they're like the original style of elevators, which were just like eternally moving platforms. They were like escalators, but like straight up and down. And you had to, like, get on them as they were going and, like, just, just stay. Just fucking jump on. Yeah. Platformer shit. Yep. They still have a couple of those functioning somewhere in, like, the UK and I think the EU. They look I terrifying. Say, I feel like they're somewhere in Germany. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know one's at, like, like, a college and, like, they should. I, I watched a video one time about how they prevent it from, you know, decapitating people. Um, oh, how nice. And it's basically, like, if somebody's head hits a panel 
as they're entering or exiting, it just stops the whole thing. <laughs> so. Good. Just jerk to a stop. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't move particularly fast, so. <laughs> it's not like well, a speed run. <laughs> hey, well, you know, let's do some fast moving now and, uh. Go through a bunch of stuff, I guess, because we have some decent topics. Uh, well, yeah. a decent Quite amount. A Sorry, some of the well, stuff is Dom, not decent. What if people were here for elevator facts, though? Uh, then we would have to lift them up. Okay. Or at least lift their spirits. Get it? Because lifts. Um, <sighs> we don't call them that crime. here. I had a uh, shamrock shake crime? today. They're back. The shamrock <gasps> oh, shake. Yeah. The shamrock shake is back, baby. Um, and all I had to do was go to a different McDonald's than the one next to my house. <laughs> Because <laughs> their system was down. So, not the ice cream machine. No, 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 no. Just Food's broken. Go somewhere Food's else. broken. No food. Uh, so you, I had a similar uh, thing at a Taco Bell earlier this week. I was like, I want Taco Bell breakfast. And I want, like, you know, got to get coffee with breakfast. Sorry, we don't have coffee. You mean you don't have coffee, period. <laughs> like, so you don't have breakfast then, because yeah. all your food is the same food, just a different shape. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I had a shamrock shake today, and that's uh, what I had for half of my dinner. My uh, my partner and I saw Titanic today. She wanted to go see it because Valentine's Day is coming up, and Titanic was celebrating its 25th anniversary, so it was back in theaters in 4K and 3D, which was pretty good 3D, actually. You could kind of watch the movie just without glasses on if you wanted to, but the glasses nice. made the 3D okay. Before this movie, they're like, we have no idea what to put before this because we have no idea who's coming to see this movie. Uh, so we saw the trailer for the uh, Beast Wars Transformers movie, and there's some egregious 3D in that movie. Like, it's weird looking. <laughs> I didn't know they were making a Beast Wars movie. Yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, but they were using old trailers too, because like the D&D movie coming out next year. I'm like, you mean next month? <laughs> like, yeah. The poster's outside. <laughs> I, I saw it on the way in here uh, with Chris Pine and stuff. Still hope to see that movie. So, uh, cool. Um... So, I like to joke every time we bring up food crimes that uh, food crime is more of just our food segment, and it doesn't actually have to necessarily be a crime or anything bad, but we are going to jump into some actual bad things just to bring them up because this is rough. Um, This is actually closer to the Pittsburgh part than you, Eric. Um, yeah. From the vague state that you're in, I think you've said it before, so I'm yeah, not doxing we, you. Look, we've, we've, um, we've doxed me before already, it's fine. Yeah, you live in Ohio <laughs> by a place that sells beer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was that big chemical spill in Ohio. Um, yeah, pretty is, close to where my family is. Yeah, which means it's relatively close to where I am, which is, is rough. Um, I think we're upstream from it, so it's going away from us, which sucks for the people downstream, just more of like a... Oh no, I think I dodged a bullet, but that bullet hit a, a exploding barrel behind me. So, yeah. There's uh, a lot there's a lot to say about it. There's a lot that could yes. could be said cuz like we don't really know the full effect of it yet. You know, I think we're what day 3 at this point, day 4 maybe since yeah, it happened. Days. Um Yeah. They the treatment that the Ohio government has given it has been it started out as being, hey, hey, everybody evacuate. Good. Good move. Good idea. Yeah, literally, good the first call. step was, and that's where the good step started, stopped, if yep. I recall. Well, and it stopped there also because, like, you didn't evacuate enough people and you didn't force them to evacuate either, which, like, I know that's a hard thing that, like, people are like, I don't like being told what to do. Brother, you're, you're in a, like, literal, like, World War One weapon like, next to your house, <laughs> yeah. my dude. Like we used these weapon like this gas as a weapon in World War One. 
leave your house. Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, clearing it for going back what most people would probably consider to be too early, um, as in yesterday. <laughs> uh, okay, it's fine to go back. I mean, there wasn't, like, fallout or anything here, like, two days ago. Like, just go ahead back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have no idea. Like, the, the EPA says the air is fine, but we haven't tested the water or the soil or anything, about, like, on, like, surfaces on your houses or anything on the ground. Like, we don't know. Because uh, that's the thing is this the gases that were released by this. So we guess we didn't really explain. There was a train derailment that released a large amount of toxic gases. In, yeah. Like a bunch of different things. Uh, basically burning one of them makes uh, f- uh, phosgene gas, which is a, as I said, a weapon that we used in World War One. So it is bad. Good. Um, yeah, yeah, there was a big train derailment. Shockingly, after a bunch of railroad workers told us last fall that the way that the trains were being run was extremely dangerous and that they needed more sick days and time off. And so now, like, also there's, you know, members from the, like, rail workers board, like, not, not like the union, but like former union members, because there's like a, mm-hmm. it's almost like when you muster out of the army and you, you end up at the, like, legionnaires or whatever <laughs> you know the yeah uh the um the veterans association yeah so stuff. yeah they um you know they they basically put out a statement being like hey workers have told us that you know five miles before this happened you know there was a what's called like a, a spark box or something like that where it's like it'll detect anything that's going wrong like if there's like a heat issue on a train like if there's like a fire mm-hmm. Which turns out there was one of the like like the axles had caught on fire of one of the cars, and that's what caused the derailment eventually and all of the fire and explosion, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. So they had known that this was happening for miles outside of the town because this was like before getting to uh, I think they pronounced it because it's it's West Palestine. Palestine, but they call it Palestine. <laughs> so yeah, it's East Palestine, yeah. My- yeah. I know, I know people from there. Yeah. Uh, so before it could have even gotten into the town, like, they knew that there was something wrong with the train. And I, you know, like, take this with a grain of salt because, like, the reporting for this is still coming out. But, like, it was reported that the people on the train contacted the, like, I guess station master would be the term, like, the people who, like, control that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were told to keep going. And if it registered again at the next checkpoint then they would stop oh good but didn't make it to that checkpoint because the train derailed in a town um in a town yeah my uh crazy picture that i my friend sent of like the plume of smoke that they could see from her parents farm yeah and don't breathe that (laughs) you shouldn't breathe that No no one should breathe that um you know there's been reports of like you know, livestock and family pets and stuff dying, uh, creeks mm-hmm. and re- like streams full of fish that are washing up dead because the chemicals. Um, it's bad. The and, chemicals, the chemicals. And the Ohio government really isn't uh, equipped. Equipped or like they're being dishonest. Interested. They're being they're straight up being dishonest about it. Like is what it's is uh-huh. the best way to put it. Um, yeah, they yeah. arrested the reporter, right? Yes, they were. They arrested a reporter. I watched that video, and it's bad that they arrested him because, like, that was a thing they should not have done. They didn't arrest him for reporting. They arrested him because he was supposedly 
reporting while the governor was speaking and they were worried that he would be like a disturbance which uh, that's like interesting yeah and like basically they were telling him to leave he said like i'm doing my job like i'm going to finish this segment and then i'll go out like outside like you ask and then some army general or like national guard general got in his face and like laid hands on him and like that started to escalate and then some self-important building supervisor came over and said, I'm asking you to leave now. And then the reporter was like, okay, I'll leave because you're the building supervisor. I will go outside. And as he was walking outside, the sheriff deputies, like, slammed him into the ground. And, you know, well, also worth noting, it was a uh, black gay man that was the reporter. Uh, that worth noting. Oh, yeah. what, a, what a strange what, coincidence. That, that sounds so unlike Ohio to, to do yeah. something like this. Yeah. Um. So rural border Ohio. Yeah it yeah. it was we, it was weird to watch too because I believe one of the arresting officers was also black, which like that's just like you know that's I just think, like the thing, same thing happened like two weeks ago or whatever. This just keeps happening. Yeah. Um, so it but but like you know there's a lot of people who are reporting me like oh they're arresting reporters they arrested one reporter one time gotcha. <laughs> okay. And it was That's... probably more of a police brutality against black people thing than it was a reporter yes, it... government against reporters thing. It was probably Ugh. more just like that local sheriff's office getting us like, you know, going on a power a trip. Head. Yeah, going on a power trip against a reporter who happened to be black and gay. Because um, yeah. like DeWine even afterwards, like he didn't know that this Dewine. happened. He didn't know this happened. He was like, hey, like, I let reporters talk when I'm giving speeches. Like he, he isn't isn't Dewine kind of a jerk too? Like yeah, so for him to say that seems like pretty extreme. Yeah, he's absolutely not a great person or a great governor by any means. But he did like he every time during his COVID briefings, all of that stuff, he always let reporters be in the room talking or like talking over him to their like you know audience or whatever. He never had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. So like cool. He he was like yeah they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, eh, you know what? Every now and then you can. You could, the I mean, worst it, like, person the can be not the, the floor, worst person. I'm going to say the bar is on the floor, but every now and then someone doesn't trip over it. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, cool. as as somebody who's, like, currently unaffected, like, that's the thing is we don't know the long-term effects of this. Because if it gets into the ground, like, groundwater, if it gets in, like, they mm-hmm. they did a controlled burn is what they called it, where they shot a bunch of the chemicals up into the air. It's going to come back down somewhere. Like, yeah. Uh, if it, it, it hey, not our problem. Space, my man. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those things where like if it gets into the groundwater, if it's in rain, if it's in rivers, like it can affect entire ecosystems. It can affect crops. Like you know, um, they came out. It, it, there, there's all sorts of stuff. And uh, you know what? You want to know what uh, Norfolk Southern, the company that did this, is uh, giving to the residents that were affected? Was it like fifty bucks? It, five dollars. <laughs> Five dollars. Yeah. It's uh twenty five thousand dollars for the whole town. Much like when Harper Collins said, "Would you like fifteen thousand? Not or for, sorry, fourteen thousand dollars for your t- in total for raises for your two hundred and fifty members." What? Tell us about yeah. Harper Collins. I was gonna say that's a good that's a good jumping off point. We'll uh, say I can uh. You know, we're hearts out there to the people affected by the derailment. Now tell tell us about a win this week, Steph. Yeah, so after living in hell for uh, 15 months, um, we have a tentative agreement. Hopefully by the time this podcast goes up, it will be a ratified agreement, and I will be ready to go back to my silly little emails like I've wanted to do for months. 
because we have a tentative agreement on our contract. We're not going to be on strike anymore. We're going to be free. How many silly little emails do you think you have? Um, in the thousands, easy. Yeah. Because a week off is usually about 250. Now, should they be remotely lowered since the whole team was out? Or... It's it depends. I know that like my manager, like because I posted something on Instagram uh, that was like manifesting uh, inbox less than 6000 emails. Um, and one of my managers DM me and she was like, I regret to inform you that I would not, I was not helpful on this front. <laughs> but like that just means that she was CCing me on all the things that I need to know about when I get back. So right. like that's fine. But because I am like unfortunately an inbox zero girly it is gonna be on my on my mind for a while it's gonna be a lot of silly little emails to check but yeah so we won uh lots of cool stuff lots of cool new union protections higher salary minimum salaries for the whole unit excuse me guaranteed raises every year uh lots of cool stuff Big fan. Big fan of the whole package. Good. We're happy so, for you. It's, um, hope everyone gets the, uh, the package they deserve. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, I was trying you know, not to laugh. A bullying works is the the moral of the story. If yeah. you bully <laughs> even the worst people with the least amount of heart for long enough, they'll at least get tired. Yeah, when people say bullying works, it just means it's all right to be mean to these like, rich corporations causing problems. No one is condoning bullying little kids in school. Oh, no, yeah, yeah no, we're not trying to bully I, anyone. No, I've seen bullying, that discourse, and I'm like, that. we all know that we say bullying, bullying works is not about that. <laughs> when we're punching up. Yeah. Bully, bullying the powerful works, because they're pathetic and sad inside yeah no need to bully the powerless especially children and you know i just saw that discourse yeah, going the, on i'm the, like come on i don't know if that's i hope that's not what's going on here no nah, just uh that it was just like we we joked at, like every day at the picket line when we booed the ceo as he went inside that you know bullying works they're gonna get 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 him to crack eventually crack the um, egg and you did i don't think there's any egg situation going with on with brian murray but <laughs> but we know we know that even that regardless of one's gender identity you can be a, a horrible billionaire capitalist so hey that's uh and that's equality that's the american dream more non-binary prison guards <laughs> uh but cool. yeah happy back to work for me question mark uh and a Work happy is... back to work for you to us all. <laughs> yeah. A happy back to... God. Like, literally, I am so excited to have thoughts about other things. I'm going to consume media that is new and different. I am playing... Steph, what, what a... are you playing on your Switch? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know how... You know, you know how when you go to, like, an extremely fancy restaurant and they're like, here's, like something to cleanse your palate between courses i'm playing spyro 2 again but it's not a cry for help it's a reset of my video game palette so that i can go 
uh, go forward and play one of my Final Fantasies, perhaps. Like, it's, I feel like I'm in the, the pickled, mental space that I could take on. It's the pickled ginger of your video game experience. <laughs> exactly. Pickled ginger. Funny shit I've ever seen. Yeah, just make sure you get some vitamin D so it doesn't <laughs> remind you of the cry for help times. Uh, oh, no, yeah. No, I'm going to be going outdoors for things. I'm going to... I ha- We have the whole... We don't go back to work till after President's Day, so I have the whole week to... When the hell is President's just Day? Looking. Uh, Monday in 10 okay. days. Cool. The 20th. President Doug Bowser would not take the time off. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Cool. So that's that's a lot of real life stuff. Is there any other real life stuff happening? Uh, not that I can tell. So let's run through some stuff. Some nerd uh, news. Yeah, some nerd news. Um, We got our nice big old Overwatch patch. That was kind of cool. Um... I think they Anything are still sexy in it. Anything what? Sexy in it. Sexy, yes. Uh, it, it depends on your taste, but yes, there is something for everybody. Um, as with many Overwatch <laughs> events, there are a lot of skins that have people's feet out, which is I don't know everyone wow, in Overwatch. Well, thanks people... for starting there. <laughs> so everyone always laughs about how many characters will have their toes out, and I'm like, I know some of y'all are into this, but I don't know what the percentage is between people who are like, mmm, versus uh, versus. Hey, it's just funny to see a toe when you're shooting a guy with a laser beam. Um, but no, as actual sexy stuff, uh, they're doing a Valentine's Day event. Uh, it's kind of focused around Hanzo. He's going to be Cupid. And we finally got nipple out Hanzo again. You know, never forget what they took from us in Overwatch 2. We're getting that. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're on the legendary skins. We got a new map that's in, in Antarctica. So reusing assets, but for new content. I don't mind that when it's maps. Why redo work? I mean, you don't have to Why uh, rebuild the thing you already built yeah the uh, this this season is based on uh like asian mythology and cultures and stuff so the mythic skin we get uh with the battle pass is uh an amaterasu based skin for kiriko very cool and they're doing their nice, first nice. like major collaboration you know they've done one with lego before but they're doing one punch man this time so they're gonna oh, like start yeah, collaborating with properties so yeah doomfist is getting a a uh, Saitama one costume. Skin. Yeah. Amazing. And then I think that's one of the ones we'll have to pay for, but I think one we'll get just from playing the game is uh, Soldier 76 as Moomin Rider. I don't really watch One Punch Man, but I know it's a character, and they said there will be others. So that's pretty neat. And they're dropping a dating sim online for Overwatch. I'm not sure why they're doing that, but it's something that people yeah. have jokingly asked for, and I'm glad it's coming out. Uh... And a lot more specifics that I'm not going to bore you guys with because this isn't an Overwatch podcast, but it's just kind (laughs) of cool to see some of their stuff is catering towards the fan base uh, over various parts. (laughs) And in some interviews, they just sounded really excited about it, so I think they are on the same page. They're having a good time. Yeah. Happy for the art team over there on Team 4. Moving right along, let's let's get into some goofy stuff. Uh, AI Seinfeld. Have you you all seen this? Have you heard about this? Yes. (laughs) I have not. It's wild. uh... So it's like, yeah, it's very wild. So they used like AI, like I think chat GPT to make a script and like AI text to voice and just art basically set some AI to just make Seinfeld episodes with like this pixel art. And Mm. they they got some really weird surreal stuff. I think it's called like forever Seinfeld because it's just going to run forever. Yeah. But they, they got banned, which I think might not be fair, but follow me on this. They got banned from... Jerry started off the episode at the at the comedy club by going on a transphobic rant, but I don't think that it in totality was that. 
And I say that because he's like, yeah, you know, I went to this club and I'm not doing very well. So what if I start saying, you know, bad things about trans people, you know, like just some talking points. Mm -hmm. And then he says, yeah. And then nobody laughed. So people are like, wait, so was this guy making transphobic jokes or was he saying that going down that route is like a scummy move that doesn't get laughter? And Twitch is like, well, we're not going to stick around to find out. You can't do this no more. Which, <laughs> I wish they followed the better safe than sorry philosophy more often. Uh, but there was some question to whether or not this was actually AI Jerry going on a transphobic rant or saying that people that do that when they're performing poorly are unfunny. Who's to say it was AI? Yeah, it... Interesting. So was it like a Twitch Plays Pokemon kind of thing? Like it just something that was streaming like and being actively created by an AI? Yes. Like, yeah. There's a very similar AI VTuber named Neurosama who also recently like just- We watched some Neurosama yeah, when I was over, Yes, and she, she got banned and unbanned because she also okay. at one cool. point that made an off-color uh, joke <laughs> uh, or like statements that could have been taken that way where it was like, I don't think that- the chat meant to do that. Like, I don't think that chat bot worked that way. <laughs> yeah. And we're seeing a lot of people upset that chat bots won't be more racist. They're like, say why, say why white supremacy is good. And like, yeah, I don't get political. Say why black pride is good. Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. People look, this is racist. I'm like, no, I think you're racist and you're mad because the chat bot won't be <laughs> because AI has biases programmed into it. That's kind of the whole problem. Yes, uh, they, <laughs> there was, like, a whole, like, article about, like, Republic, like, well, not Republicans in particular, but most likely, but, like, conservatives being mad that they couldn't get a chatbot to say the N-word, and it's like, yeah, it's because you guys are the only people who care if it does or not, <laughs> like, uh, they did the whole thing, like, when would it be morally okay, like, what if you had to disarm a bomb, um, it's all these things, it's like, this is just your hypothetical... Little scenarios. Yeah. It, you're you're doing these things and it's completely pointless. Like, it, you know, I'm sorry that you this chatbot doesn't conform to your, like, weird, like, culture war stuff that you want. But, I don't know. I hope I hope that the, the Seinfeld things comes, comes back on, because it was funny. Um, Neurosama's back, and if you want to see, like, how an AI emulates being a VTuber, it's... Very weird, um, and I do recommend it. It's, it's a, a whole thing. Yeah, the like there's there's plenty of clips of it on YouTube if you just search her name, and I think there's clips of the Seinfeld thing on YouTube as well. So you know, it's we've talked a lot about how like AI can be used for bad, <laughs> but um, we uh. I don't know, this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't super see the harm of of it being there. Oh, yeah, I mean, be, I, I think people don't mind the stuff that's like, this isn't realistically taking anyone's job away, because you wouldn't uh -huh. be doing this if it wasn't for the AI. Like, <laughs> There's not like, a person just oh. eternally writing Seinfeld <laughs> sketches. <laughs> but also, a person in, in some in a sort of horrible fucking purgatory. <laughs> this is the bad place. Yeah, because it's like... Yeah, I mean that's pretty much, pretty much straight up it. No, this would only only exist because it's like, hey, what if AI could do this? Like, it, you, there's no want of a nail here, right? 
so that's uh, that's that's a that's an interesting little thing that happened, and it is going to. Uh, that's also the, there's a lot going on there. Uh, the Grammys were last week. We recorded during them. Do y'all have any thoughts about the Grammys? Um, I mean, there's just like the like probably worth mentioning in general from pop culture perspectives that Harry Styles probably didn't deserve whatever award he got over Beyonce. Uh, uh that's yeah. I yeah. always have thoughts about that stuff. Um, I I, I think. This is just me being a pedant. I, I, I struggle to say he didn't deserve it, but I would say that maybe other people deserved it more. How's that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Cause I, I think there's some songs. I think people are being a little harder on Harry Styles than he necessarily deserves because he won over Beyonce. But that's I'm very fair. curious think... what would have happened if Lizzo would have won over Beyonce. Like, that would have been... I, I would have loved to see that conversation. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I think, like, the thing that... I just, my family, hi mom, uh, all really loves Harry Styles, and I have a little bit of a bee in my bonnet about the wit, like, the, you don't use queer baiting to talk about real people, but the way that he kind of plays on, like, gay aesthetics. That's yeah. fair. It's me. tough. It's, it's hard to uh, be in a space where labels are overly restricting but there's also the level of like hey man um are you going to keep profiting off of gay people without being one but not just saying that you're straight either because if harry styles like no guys i'm 100 straight i just like dressing this way i don't think he's going to lose any record sales i don't think he's going to like miss out on profit because of that um no. but i could i could see people, that would, criticism. people would be like oh he's even more brave because he does, he's not doing this to like attract fellow fellow gays I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you could make that claim if you're if you're doing something that's dangerous that's not living your truth. I guess that's kind of brave to some degree, pointless too. But I don't know. Um, no, I I think it's I think he's fine. I don't know. I wish um uh-huh. I wish there was a way to know if people were like, hey, sometimes people want to play with gender from like a cis standpoint, but there's no way to do that without kind of like you said, queer baiting is not the word, but What's the, like exploiting queer culture? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just appropriation to some extent, like to some extent, yeah. I guess it's kind of like the like, difference between what what the Beastie Boys did versus what Eminem did versus what Vanilla Ice did. I'd say those are three completely yeah, different kinds different. of white people rapping. Mm-hmm. I guess the Beastie Boys are Jewish, but I, th- I think as far as like that, you know, that phrase is concerned, they were more white rappers specifically, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and theirs was very much. It seemed like they were relatively close to the culture. Eminem was part of the culture, but still leaned on appropriation from time to time, but was, like, not saying he wasn't, and I don't think tried to. Whereas Vanilla Ice was just straight-up culture appropriating. And Mm -hmm. I would say that Harry Styles, from a queer standpoint, falls more on the Eminem side of, like, it's incidental appropriation. Like, I'm sure he's aware of it and would, if asked. But he's not just straight-up... He's not vanilla icing queer aesthetics. <laughs> He's not just copying a beat, you know. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. But I think he's okay artist. Um, he does always look sad though, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, 
Also, he did properly get roasted when he's like, this doesn't happen to people like me. And my partner turns yeah. to me and says, what did he mean by that? Like, did he mean that's what it, that, him like that, used to be that's... poor? Because, like, maybe he was, but he's not. So I don't know what that meant. Like, Harold. Harold, you're a really wealthy white guy. It does happen to people like you every day, constantly. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the rough part, like... What what do you mean? Do you mean a European in an American setting? Do you mean a white guy? Do you mean a young white guy? Do you mean a somewhat queer seeming? Are you referring to your childhood that we don't know about? This doesn't make any sense, man. <laughs> like he's not a redhead, so, is he? Maybe he means that. I don't know. I, I for some reason sure has one with red Grammys hair before. Uh, he looks like a person with red hair, but he doesn't. If that makes sense, um, <laughs> he he wouldn't he has he doesn't have a complexion that would look bad with red hair. Like he could be, I feel like maybe like he's like Rupert Grint's brown haired twin. I mean, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, yeah, I think he might just be somebody's. Like, I think these photo shoots go kind of hard. I don't know if I don't even think he's trying to. I, I would be curious if he even claims to be not being 100% cis or anything, other than saying, I don't like to put labels on it. And it's like, maybe he's just like a, whatever the Kinsey scale of gender is, he's 0.5 away from just being a dude. Like, mm-hmm. which I don't know if there's space for that, but also... Yeah, I think so. But I mean, also, you have to remember the context, too. He is, he's from, where's he from? He's from Turf Island, right? Like, so, I mean, he's actually extremely progressive. Like, yeah, he's English. True. So, like, if you grade on a curve, this is like the most progressive guy in the world. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Harry Styles got album of the year. Probably didn't need. Probably didn't need to happen. Uh, weird. Uh, record of the year that went to Lizzo. Also, Lizzo and Adele and Harry Styles look like they were having a great time at that at the ceremony. I don't think he uh-huh. planned on winning, which I think is why he said some shit like, "This doesn't happen to people like me." Uh, here, here are the two guys. You guys talk while I stand here. I saw him at the Brit Awards <laughs> this past week. He seemed to be more sure he was going to win that award, and he didn't say that again. So I don't know what he was talking about. Uh, Samara Joy, uh, she got Best New Artist, uh, I think was a jazz performer. Uh, Best Solo Pop Performance went to Adele. Uh, Beyonce won a ton of awards, which is good. Well, maybe not a ton, but she won (laughs) enough to be the most uh, awarded person in history now, correct? I think so. Yeah, she got Best EDM Album few other things so um so i, I yeah I, I vaguely watched it um the only thing i saw later was harry's performance uh mm-hmm. and my partner was like it looked kind of bad and i didn't know why and apparently it was on a rotating set the way his video was um uh. and they had practiced it for 10 days and on the day of the ceremony it rotated the opposite direction <laughs> oh no! So it's like, and then when you watch the it, they're like, "Oh yes, this is why what all the performers seem to be taking weird steps." I'm like, "This is pretty low." Like he was in such low energy on the platform, and it was going crazy on the mic. I'm like, "What is this?" Turns out, yeah, he had to, the whole team had to do the practice, the, the performance in reverse. So that could be. Oh annoying. my god! That's so yes. funny. Like, what a weird thing to like mess up on your like, you know, the 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 one time the it matters. <laughs> yeah, so that's just what I heard. Uh, don't one hundred percent know how true that is, but I wouldn't be surprised because it did. There was a few times where he went to do something. You're like, you're on the wrong side of the stage, based on oh, it's, it's going the wrong way. Uh, so you know, 
it's it wouldn't be a Grammys without some mistakes, but yeah, like like I said, uh, okay show went kind of long. The awards went to weird places. The other thing, and this is more be more mad at the Academy than Harry. It seems like some people just didn't vote for Beyonce because they said she wins too much, which is yeah a wild thing to say. Um, shrug. Famously, uh, I hate it when people who are good continue to be good at their job yeah I don't, especially I don't oh, and like there there again is the unspoken part when it's a black woman like yeah and it's you know it's it's rough because I, I feel like the only people who actually are consistently this good are black women because they have to do the work twice as hard kind of thing mm-hmm. um because if you think about other people, like, well, who else is really winning tons of Grammys and stuff like that or performing this well? Like, because I, I was just thinking of Serena Williams, because she's in at least two commercials for the Super Bowl for unrelated I saw products. her multiple times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unre- unrelated alcohols, actually, which is funny. But, um, like, after, after Beyonce, <laughs> no such like, who's... thing as a non-compete, like... Well, I mean, one's like a liquor and one's Michelob Ultra, which I don't think they care oh, if you okay. compete, as long as you don't call their beer bad, which, even if you do, what are they going to do about it? Hmm. Um... But, like, after Beyonce, like, who's winning enough that you could even try to say some shit like that? I guess Taylor Swift. And, yeah, I, I'm so... Yeah, I'm that's sh- maybe I'm, it. I'm sure she gets misogyny that's just not misogynoir. It's just misogyny. Like, she wins too much. So does that black woman, of course. You're like, guys, you could just vote for the best album. You could do that. You could do that. You could. Uh, but where's the, where's the structural harm in that? <sighs> I mean, well, because then then black people will win too much or Adele. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's the Grammys. That's the Grammys minute. Uh, more commercials. There was a Nintendo Direct this week, which was a bunch of horse shit because the Twitter API died because <laughs> Elon Musk's team doesn't know what they're doing. And so you just keep deleting lines of code like a monkey with a fucking like sledgehammer. There was a rumor that said the reason Twitter's site broke is because they were finally shutting down the API that lets second party and third party uh, stuff get in to post things. But what they didn't seem to realize is that the website and the official app are also in the same API. Yeah, they all use it. Yeah, so they effectively just shut down the website by accident uh, so they could stall to get people more money, which... And a lot of people are like, yo, if I can't use Twitter during Nintendo Directs, what the hell is the point of Twitter in, then, you know? Yeah, um, what, too why true. did they even invent Twitter? <laughs> Which, good ass point. Um, it definitely made the the Direct a lot less fun for me because we just couldn't send tweets. They would just all get timed out. But there was uh, there was stuff. We got a release date uh, for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Which yeah, yeah, I do yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, wish yeah, yeah, yeah. Zelda games used more of a two, three, four sequel structure rather than just naming it something else. Like, yeah, sure would be nice, huh? <laughs> but like, I don't know how much it matters, but it does a little bit. Um, Steph is so excited for this. How many other look? <laughs> yeah, I'm really it's... excited. How many? I mean, how many other Zelda games are there that are like a sequel structure like that? Because I didn't, I didn't realize that any of the previous Zelda games were like a continuation. I thought they were all their own little standalone guy. Majora's Mask is, is technically a sequel to Ocarina of Time. Zelda Two is a sequel to Zelda One. Um, well, okay. Technically, yes. um, 
the Oracle of Ages and Seasons are sequels to each other. Yeah, well, they happen at the same time, and um, Link's Awakening supposedly happens after A Link to the Past. Like, there's a whole timeline. Okay. Like, if you buy like yeah. the Hyrule Encyclopedia or whatever, there's like a whole timeline. I, say, I about knew there it. was like um, a like a timeline. But, like also a, the like one the way that Star Wars has them in the front of the novels, but like I wasn't sure if they were all individual links or if they were sometimes the same link. So there's the, it, they they say that the timeline splits at a certain point where it's like, did Ganon win or did Link win in one of the games? And then, like, yeah, that creates the split. Ocarina of Time, I think. Yeah, and that creates the split between, like, Majora's Mask and, like, um, like Twilight Princess and that stuff. And then any of, like, the more cartoony stuff, so, like, Wind Waker and, like, uh, Spirit Tracks and all that stuff is on the other side. Um, and there's Link Between Worlds, which might just be a direct sequel to Link to the Past and is not part of the timeline split, right? Correct. It's before it. Yeah, so it'd yeah. be before the timeline split. And then there's Breath okay, of the so Wild, what I'm learning which... Is- what I'm learning is just there are a lot of there are a lot of Zelda games that I hadn't heard of. Yes, there are <laughs> yeah. probably more than you had thought that there were. <laughs> to be completely honest, but a lot that of them have the same I'm things, right like uh, like Lost Woods and oh. stuff like that appears in many of the games. I mean, if you're if you're about to finish your you know your Spyro two like um what is it like brain reset playthrough? Yeah, uh, you know your mid course reset or whatever. Uh, you could hop into like. A Link to the Past is on the uh, the Super Nintendo thing on the Switch. Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask are both on there in the, in the N64. They just, a big thing that was announced at the um, Nintendo Direct was that Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff is on there now. I did see that. So Link's Awakening for the Game Boy Color and Minish Cap uh, on the Game Boy Advance are both available to play now as well. So you literally have, like, almost all of them other than, like, Twilight Princess and, like... Skyward Sword. Skyward, well, Skyward Sword. But that's available. That's available. Uh, I, you wouldn't have, um, what is it? Wind Waker. And then, like, the sequels to Wind Waker that were on DS um, that they've never re released in any meaningful way. I have two Final Fantasy games on my Switch, and I still haven't played one minute of either of them. Well, I played, I played like, half an hour of Final yeah, Fantasy. But you gotta have a backlog, like, Steph. That's, that's the gamer hours, is having a 10 game backlog the, minimum. It's very the true. The problem is that I, as I have explained prior to this, is that I already have that for books too. Yeah. yeah. You deserve and to have multiple heart, things. I contain multitudes, and all of the multitudes are lists. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> lists of things I feel guilty about not having consumed yet. Yeah, that, that's just how it be sometimes. If we're, you know, being real. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah. We live true. in a world of infinite media that we will never actually be able to but what consume a tr- all of. What a treat, though, right? Just that, like having more media than we could possibly yeah. consume. It's living like, in, the- an, in an age of, like, abundance in a way. like <laughs> Yeah, which, preferable true. in some ways. But yeah, Tears of the Kingdom looks cool. Got a release date for it. May 12th. It'll be $70 when it launches in May, which some people are upset about, which is a fair thing to be upset about. Um, as someone who can afford it, I still think it's BS, um, and I know how I play games, so I have no idea when I'll get it. Um, and Nintendo doesn't drop the prices of their games, so save up. Don't really wait. I imagine, right? Yeah, there's uh, gonna be yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be that there's price. No point in waiting. It's gonna be that price for eternity. Like <laughs> maybe yeah, when there's a Switch it's three, such a big tentpole thing. Yeah, they, yeah, it might go down in price when they like release the. Um, 
DLC for it, and then like they bundle the DLC with for it and they're with it, and they're like, it's seventy dollars, but now you get the DLC. Like, yeah, it could, looks like you could control vehicles at least. So it looks like they added stuff. Um, yeah, video games. They finally, uh, after an eleventh month delay, <laughs> uh, gives a date for Advance Wars One and Two, the reboot camp thing. It's the day before uh, my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 21st, so after everyone comes down from 420 on April, they could go buy Advance Wars, which Advance it's going to be, I think they said $60, which $30, yeah, Advance Wars. Yeah, Advance uh, Wars, and you're going to celebrate Bakugo's birthday with Advance Wars. Oh, I can't, though. Bakugo's birthday's the day before. Uh, and my birthday's the day after, so dear listeners, no, uh, send us copies of Advance Wars for my birthday. Advance Wars. Do it, yeah. Just for Eric's uh, birthday. It looks like Fuck they did that a good. Bakugo kid. Yes, just like him. Uh, that's what they call him. Good old Eric Bakugo. <laughs> that's his name <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's blowing up. No, uh, it looks like they actually added some stuff to it. Like they added like little cartoon scenes, the whole visual re thing. I don't know if it's worth thir- basically thirty dollars for each of these fifteen-year-old games. They're good. If they threw Advance Wars Dual Strike in there, I'd be now I'd be talking. But they're two good. games, and I only really want to play two. And hey, pro tip: they will run on like if you have a, a smartphone that was made in the last like five six years, they'll run on your phone. <laughs> like yeah, they're they're Game Boy Advance games. Actually, they should just be on the the virtual console. They be on the virtual <laughs> yeah. console. Yeah, the, with the, the rest uh, of the games. To get back to that real quick, the virtual console thing. Yeah. As cool as I as. Like, I, I was like, oh, yay, like, finally, Game Boy Advance and Game Boy. The list on it is pretty weak. Uh, the Like, the starting lineup is, like, not Can't wait stellar. to play Tetris. Yeah, ooh, Tetris. Like, um, also, who's playing Mario Kart Super Circuit when you could play Mario Kart 8? Like, yeah. in what world would I ever play a Super Nintendo-style Mario Kart game when I have access to Wait, Mario to 64. actual Mario of cards. Yeah. Yeah. There's... Mario 64 is... Uh, yeah. I'm not playing Super Circuit. I need uh, to boot it they, up here real quick so I can remember exactly everything that was on it. But, like... Yeah. Let me know. I'll, I'll run through the other stuff. Um, Metro Prime Remake dropped that day. Um, $40. Physical copies. People said it's a good remake, so... I mean, I believe it, but... That's hey. a lot. It's inflation, man. It's inflation <laughs> say, getting us. It's uh, just it, it. That's a lot for like when there is a trilogy that is extant of that series, and you're gonna say the first one only forty dollars. Like usually, you would expect like the packaged trilogy to be like sixty. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that. Yeah, they'll they'll give us piecemeal until four comes out in th- in six years. Yeah. Uh, speaking of four, Pikmin four. Got a release date and some visuals for that. Not my franchise, but I know the people that like Pac- Pikmin are excited, so good for them. Getting another Samba de Amigo game, which, that was a shock they were getting another Samba de Amigo game. Weird that Sega has two monkey franchises that have nothing to do with each other, but hey, <laughs> this is what it is. Uh, it's a Maracas game, so kind of like Dance Central, kind of like uh, Taiko games. It's cute, uh, yeah. It, it was love, originally on Dreamcast. Games. It's... It's a fun little game. It'll be cool. Yep. There's going to be a fashion show, like fashion influencer video game. That's cute for people that like it. Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. We've seen it before in the Game Awards, but it's coming out. Uh, they're re-releasing Ghost Trick. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Detective. Oh, yeah. A lot which of people is... were head for fucking psyched about that. Me included. I've 
Never, never even really knew about it. But everyone who's like, look, there's no way I can sell you on this game. Just go play it. It's it's fun. It and is. And the do- the dog in it is a reference to the Phoenix Wright dog. They're both little brown dogs named Missile, but it's not the same dog. Um, we love Katamari Reroll Plus Royal Reverie. Uh, it's just a remaster of We Love Katamari, which I didn't know wasn't already out. Yeah, that's a so separate cool. game. Yeah. It's the second yeah. one in the franchise, I think. So good news for you, Steph. More Katamari to play. Good news for me. I love more Katamari. Is it the second or is it the third? Because I thought there was Katamari 1 and 2, and then We Love Katamari is the third You're right, I think it game. is the third one. It has the best good music. Fork. I know that. It has the, the best music in it. Yeah, that's good to see. No complaints. Splatoon 3 is getting some DLC. Not sure why they're just adding the old Inkopolis. I don't know what value that brings other than scenery change. Uh, but there will be a single player campaign called Side Order, which we didn't get a lot to see about it, but all of the stuff looks very cool. Uh, Disney game, uh, Harmony Fall of Reverie. I have no idea what it is, but it looks nice. Professor Layton cl- was there. Mario Kart 8 Professor Deluxe Layton Information. We're getting Yoshi's Island and Birdo is coming. I guess Birdo is also from a race of multiple colored dinosaurs like Yoshi. I've never seen a non-pink Birdo before. Yeah, me either. But I guess they're there. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, and people are excited about Birdo. I didn't know she was that much of a fan favorite, but yeah. So that's the Nintendo Direct uh, uh-uh. hype, I guess. I've never seen a Direct that didn't, that, like this one before, where it didn't bother me, but nothing got me excited. Like the one that was like 13 farming simulators. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. This one, I'm like, oh, this is neat. <laughs> like, just, oh, I went in very much like, cool. They showed Zelda. That's what people wanted. They have Splatoon DLC is what I guessed. They have some Fire Emblem stuff happening, I would have guessed. And cool. Shocking. A Fire Shocking. Emblem. Yeah, thing. I mean. They, they played the hits. <laughs> I mean, there's there was cool stuff in there. Like, there is potential for the, you know, the, uh, the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff to be really neat. Um, assuming that they. Kaitos. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Baton Kaito's coming out is fantastic, because that's a good series that has not gotten enough attention in America. Um, that was the one thing, when I saw that, I'm like, I have no clue what the hell this is, but I've heard of it, and I know the people who know about this are losing their shit, and yeah. I'm happy for them, but I just am not one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, to recap real quick, I have the Game Boy Advance one up right now. It has the original WarioWare, good game. Actually, yeah, good game. Super Mario Advance 4, which is just Super Mario Brothers 3, which, like, I don't know why you put that there. Uh, Super Mario Kart <laughs> Super Circuit, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, a good game, like, that's a good RPG entry. Uh, Zelda the Minish Cap, also strong, like, a good thing to put on there. And then Kuru 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 Rin, <laughs> which is a game where you play as, like, a little paddle. This thing has appeared in Smash Brothers, and you probably had no idea what it was. It's a paddle, and you have to, like, it spins and as it moves, and you have to navigate it through mazes and stuff. Um... Yeah, I saw Trihex playing it on, on stream, and I'm like, there's no, I would never play this game. It looks way too hard and frustrating. Never in a million years. Um, and then cool. for the Game Boy, we have... Sorry, it's going to take a second to, to get its... Yeah, game Boy was a little less exciting, I think. Like, that's something that people are happy that it's there, but yeah. that's that's a lot harder to I was get actually about. a little bit mad about it, because they put... So I'll, I'll just go down the list as it is. Uh, Alone in the Dark, which I don't know why <laughs> you put that on there. <laughs> um, Game and Watch Gallery 3, which that's cool because that, that's like hearkening back to like the original Game and Watch stuff. 
Yeah, but that's not, again, not an exciting, no. so purely a historical one. Yeah. Gargoyle's Quest, which... <laughs> Is uh, Gargoyle's Quest a tie into the Disney no. TV show? <laughs> that's what I was hoping. It's just some regular-ass Gargoyle. Yeah, it's by Capcom. I remember it, be- I think it was a launch game with the Game Boy, which is, like, why it's on here, probably. Um, okay. Kirby's Dreamland, the first one. This is the first Kirby game on like like outside of the one on the NES, and uh, mm-hmm. no powers, right? There's Just no powers. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the- yeah, it literally. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. Kirby's cute, but I, you could. I mean, you could pay me to play that game, but I'm not. Yeah. Pay- I'm not playing it for free. <laughs> Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening DX, which just means it's the color version. Uh, very good game. Play it. Like that's great. Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Um, this is not a great game to play on Game Boy. <laughs> um, there are better versions <laughs> of this game that exist. Um, Super Mario Land 2: The Six Golden Coins, a very good game, a very good Mario game for you Mario heads out there. Uh, Tetris, and then this is the one I was mad about: Wario Land 3, not 2, <laughs> not the first Wario Land, both of which are good games, just the third one. That is interesting. Just the third one? Just like the Super Mario Land, they didn't put the first Super Mario Land, just the second one. Like, I don't know if those are things that are coming later. And, like, I know that people are like, well, where's the Pokemon games? Like. Uh, I mean, they'll get there, but y'all don't really want those as much as you think you do. No. Uh, they, they, I Maybe think, gold and silver, but red and blue, like, I, I, I'll be fine without red and blue. I think they did kind of, like, you know, tease people a little bit by being, like, like one of the games that they announced in the future lineup was the Pokemon trading card game. It wasn't... <laughs> which, that, better, better that than the Pokemon game itself. Yes. Like, there's more value in that. Um, also, Kirby's Tilt and Tumble. Yeah, which, which I don't know how that's going to work, because that was, like, a gyroscopic game. Oh, right. They're going to have to program say, it. Yeah. You could, cause that's the thing. It could work on Switch. They yeah. just got to do it, which I don't know if they will, but I hope they do because that was a cool. They should cool thing. I sold my copy of that game for like seventy dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's keep going on with stuff. There's that's some cool stuff. Um, some not cool stuff. Uh, Disney announced three new movies and a whole bunch of layoffs. So yeah, I don't know if you like, wanted Frozen three or Toy Story. Was it five? Seven, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's uh, something we are but getting someone, now. Yeah, we're getting all of those things, but who will create them? Who can say? AI. AI will create them. AI will create them, and Elsa will have so many fingers, and it will just be so yucky. I would actually watch an AI-created Toy Story, because like, that would be interesting, like, would they train the AI based on the Toy Story movies or based on the existence of toys in the real world? Because I'd like to see a Toy Story movie where the toys don't do anything. <laughs> Hello, this is Toy Story 5. Welcome to the story. <laughs> Welcome to the story. We are the toys. That, that's Here are the toys. Um... Oof. Yeah, so that's what's, you know, those are coming out. I, I don't know, man. Like these, these studios keep getting harder and harder to support because it's like, like Netflix had a commercial tonight. Like, hey, we're using EVs. It's the least we could do. I'm like, no, the least you could do is stop screwing over all your shows, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, at least you could just stop canceling everything on the fucking planet after two seasons. Bat shit. Uh, jerks. Fucking jerks. Yeah. Uh the big online topic this week was uh, Hogwarts Legacy. 
if no one's being normal on the internet about this, myself included, I'm not just throwing stones from the glass house. I'm also in the... I don't know how the metaphor works. You're also living in <laughs> the glass house. <laughs> they say, don't throw stones from a glass house. It's like, no, no, no. I'm willing to shout out my own house. Is that how I would say the call's coming from inside the house? <laughs> um, what I would just recommend to everybody, try to lead with empathy, whether you're trying to play something or trying to get someone to stop playing it. Um, and be honest with what your goals are. Um, everybody has lines, what they can and can't do, or what they're willing to do, and... I don't know. It's like, uh, we're all hypocrites. Yeah, everyone, like, we we all make our calculations on where to draw our lines on ethical consumption under capitalism. Some of us stay on Twitter and yell about video game. Some of us delete Twitter, you know, like. So I'm doing that. I'm doing pretty good on my. <laughs> yeah, you're doing pretty good. You, you deleted Twitter and you didn't buy video games. And I deleted yep. Facebook and I stopped paying for Spotify. <laughs> Yeah, but see, here's the thing, Eric. I don't know if it's a real sacrifice if you're doing something that's making your own life better. Right, that's that's fair. <laughs> we should all get off of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I I won't argue with that. Hey guys, maybe we maybe we should boycott Marlboro next. <laughs> it's like, hey, I think you're onto something there. No, you're right though. Um, so yeah, what I, what I will say is, you know, if you're gonna argue, just be be honest. Um, that's 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 the only moral stand I can make, right? I'm just one person, but uh, just understand whatever decisions you do or don't make, people will see them, I suppose, and they might call you... Well, actually, whatever side you're on, like, if you care about this topic at all, you're cringe. Like, if you're getting mad at people for playing a video game, it's cringe, but also, like, if you've been looking forward to a Harry Potter video game, like, that's that's a little cringe, too. Like, I I, I don't know, man. Like, don't harass people. Uh, Stop being shitty to trans people. Do what I did instead. Download Vampire Survivors onto your phone and then play 75 hours of it in the course of a few uh, weeks. Listener, don't do either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, download Hollow Cure instead. It just had an update and it's uh, it's Vampire Survivors but with cute anime art instead. Yeah. Uh, and Also, yeah. Um, they've said it before. Uh, there's the old thing, read a new book. Um, but what I will do is encourage people to play lots more games, whether you did or didn't play this game. I didn't for my moral reasons. Um, but whether you did or didn't, just I can't recommend the indie scene more enough. <laughs> like, there's so many good indie games out there that uh, for sure, you know, there's not good ethical consumption under capitalism. It's like, well, no, but like buying a game off a, a random dude on like itch.io probably has a lot less corporate stuff to go through immediate ramifications uh, like i still play overwatch and blizzard seems to be getting a little better but wow i mean when you're under the ground and the bars on the floor you're still under the bar uh so you know just keep trying to do better and be empathetic to each other and uh yeah there's that um speaking of hl and was it hollow cure yeah uh <laughs> i says so our notes say hl stuff um that could also mean hollow live yeah. That's usually pretty happy, right? <laughs> yeah, usually. Um, there's not like a ton yeah. of yeah. There's not like a ton to update on like what's going on in the Hollow Live Averse right now, other than just like so many concerts all the time. Um, I think we talked about the 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 first VTuber appearing on the the first take, a like music uh, specific channel where artists go on and sing or perform a song in one oh, take. Oh yeah, only. you said I don't know if we. I don't know if we talked about it 
Yeah, I think I showed that. Yeah, I did show that to Steph. Oh, on the podcast, but you showed me that video and it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. When I was visiting, I think. Yes, I did show that to you. And um, she actually went back on it later that week to perform a song from her new album. Uh, The VTuber in question was Hoshimachi Suise, my favorite. Um, She was the first VTuber to go and do this. And they didn't know what to expect as far as like reception from the public. And then in a week it had 8 million views. (laughs) So went pretty well, I would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, it was just more like showcasing like, hey, these people have actual talent. Like, the, you know, like they're very good at music. Like, it's cool to see them do their thing. So, but yeah, the bigger thing for uh, Live news this week was uh, Cure got a big update on Friday, I want to say. Um, and that's the... And that's the game that you were just talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh... It's, That's the Vampire Survivor game, right? Yes, it's entirely fan-made, and it's entirely free. Um, the guy who makes it, like, the guy and the artists who work on it, because, like, there's a one programmer, a couple game designers, and then a bunch of, like, artists to do all the pixel art. Like, they don't, they can't, and mm-hmm. A, they're not allowed to sell it because it's a fan work. B, yeah. they don't want to because they want it to be available for everybody. Um, which, is, it's really cool, because they've, like, made uh-huh. this, like, incredibly fleshed-out game with, like think we're like at least i think we breached 20 characters on this most recent update <laughs> like in each like, character has that. like oh, wow. unique animations and unique like weapons and abilities like they they really are putting a lot into it and all of, like the the weapons and abilities are like references to that like character like to that vtuber like that person um in hollow live which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so it's like kind of cool to see like all the little like memes from like their streams show up like as an item or whatever yeah um it's really cute and it's it it almost feels criminal that it's free (laughs) like this guy has put so much work into it you're like man like they should be paying you to make this (laughs) this is a labor of love yeah how much does vampire survivor cost (laughs) yeah like zero dollars even if he like charged like if like you know cover corp allow like licensed it and let him charge like 99 cents like i still think he'd make a lot of money because like there's a ton of people playing this game because <laughs> it's a good it's a good um did i tell you what the uh the abbreviation that was come up with by some of the gaming community for vampire survivors no. like it's a uh, auto shooter survival or ass games <laughs> oh I mean, yeah it is those. It is those. Um, and they are technically roguelites to a degree. Yeah. <laughs> they have persistent progression as well as yeah. So they um you know, like it's a very good one of those. Like, even if you're not into Hollow Live, but you really, really want something that's like not vampire survivors, it's on itch.io, you can download it, it's free. Um hey. If nothing else, it's the same game you already love, but with a new coat of paint, so a chance to relearn it. Yeah, and there are new mechanics to it, too. They just recently added, like, item enchantments, so, like, items have a random chance of, like, getting buffs on them, and then stickers, where, like, stickers will drop on the ground, you pick them up, and you apply them to your main weapon, and it, like, gives it different bonuses, ranging from things like, Mm -hmm. this sticker, like, will cause this attack to debuff enemies, so they move 30% slower, to... This sticker makes your makes your weapon make a trumpet noise when you hit people with it. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Hey, well well uh I guess you could play that 
instead of the Hogwarts game, right? That's that's the that's the two yeah. games you could play. That's the two. You have to pick Those one. Are the only I mean, two ones. You have to pick one. If you look at the Hollow Live streams right now, that's like the two games that you could play right now. Is either they're all playing like the like most of the Japanese branch is playing like a bit of the Hogwarts game, and then the rest of them are all playing Hollow Cure. So, <laughs> so amazing. The, the, the other thing I want to say about the Hogwarts game is some, something threw me off when I went on to Twitch this Monday. So. I have more objections. I didn't buy it because of uh, some solidarity. But also, I'm a hater, too. So this wasn't exactly a hard thing. So I'm like, man, man, fuck Hogwarts. Why why people even want to play that game? So I went to Twitch to see how it was doing. And a game that caught my eye was called Dark and Darker. This, I don't know where this game Yo. came from, but that game's popping off yeah. on Twitch. I'm like, what the hell is this game? No, that game looks cool as hell. It's like, what if it was a dungeon crawler that was also a... um like a PUBG, like if it was like a battlegrounds oh, okay. so it's like number a number of teams like drop into a dungeon and then like we're dropping boys you have to like go in and like kill skeletons and like other things that spawn and like get around the place or whatever and get loot and the point is to get a bunch of loot and level up or and like maybe kill other players and then get out um if you extract you keep all of your like weapons and armor and everything if you don't extract you keep your experience but nothing else um okay it it's really really cool like uh i haven't got to play it myself yet because like i'm bad at those games so i kind of have just not played it <laughs> um but it, it, I, i've loved watching people play it like moist critical has played a whole bunch of it and it's very entertaining wow okay no that's uh yeah that just kind of it was one of those things of i you know go on there for my own agenda and see this game just popping out of nowhere. I'm like, I haven't heard anything about this game. So, so cool to see that stuff pop up. I think it's popping up because they keep doing like public betas. So like oh, they had like okay. a public test weekend, a few like, like in December and I think, and then I think they just had one again, re like probably this weekend. Um, okay. So I don't, do I don't it. think it's like out technically yet. Still though. It's, I wonder if they're doing drops. Cause that's something that I was curious about too. Cause uh, the Hogwarts game broke the legacy, or not the legacy. That's I just said two <laughs> words from the same thing. It broke the record for like single player views on Twitch. And I'm like, uh-huh. again, that's really odd. Like I, I know people are looking forward to this, but that's a weird game to. I, I'm surprised it has this much sustained over one point so million views on Twitch. Thought they were doing drops, yeah. so maybe that dark and darker. It's like, oh yeah, that's the same garbage trick that Valorant and Overwatch did to inflate their numbers. Like you gotta watch to get stuff yeah. and to get a game. It's like. Are a million people, or like three million people, really interested in Valorant? No, they just want to try it, so they have to watch a stream. I'm like, that's why I was watching. I don't like watching Valorant. That game is slow. Um, but yes, 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 yes. So, just uh, some wrap-up stuff. The new Paramore album came out this week. It's called This Is Why. It was very good. Very fun. Um, so, I, I enjoyed that. I don't know if either of you are big Paramore fans. Not particularly. Okay. I know of that's... Paramore, and I, I have listened to their music. I'm just not, you know. That's fine. No, good, good, good. Uh, well, that's cool. I also started uh, watching Bochi the Rock. Did, uh, and you, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I just had to do stuff. But I got two episodes in. It's very adorable and uh, very cool to see some some characters jamming out on the guitar. Yeah, it's, I hear it, like, I mean, I hear it's very cute, and, like, the plot, like, that kind of stuff reminds me of, like, it being, like, a modern-day, um, K-On, or, like, uh... I think it's what I've heard people say, yeah. Yeah. 
that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. Uh, I'll watch more of it. I really still want to watch Akiba, uh, Akiba Made War, but it's just not on Verve, so I don't have access to it yet. But uh, I did see a scene from it, and I'm excited. Um, do we? Yeah. So, an aside: Do we still have a Verve account? I'm logged into it, so I don't know. <laughs> we must. I must still be paying for that, and I didn't realize. <laughs> hey, well, thanks. That's how I watch a uh, Hiroaka as well. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Which, you know, I'm catching up to My Hero Academia, and uh, there's some really good voice performances in there, and it is very fun to see where all these characters are going, and I wish they had more time to work on it, but the crap world that they live in, like the Hero Society, is incredibly fucked, and I wish they spent more time, like, yeah, 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 okay, cool, like, it's fun to watch Shigaraki fight people, but his whole backstory is like, yeah, so I was a kid on the street with nothing and no one helped me, so I'm mad at society. Then we continue to see how this hero-based capitalist society is horrible. Um, I don't know if you guys care about spoilers, but spoilers for somewhat late in the episode. But we found out Hawks' backstory. Basically, his mom was really poor and some guy's like, Hey, yo, man, we'll, we'll, we'll buy your kid off you to trade him into a hero. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I guess that's my best bet. And he's like, yeah, that's, that is my best bet. <laughs> I'm like... Jesus. So we don't have any social social safety nets. So we in... have we have hero school, but we don't have social safety nets for regular people to be poor. Sounds about right. That's how America yep. would handle it, at least. <laughs> yeah, but this is a fake like, but story. Japan has like a decent social safety net in many ways. Like okay, so maybe there's a little bit more going on. Like maybe there's just some cultural stuff I'm missing, like with how. Like, his dad was a criminal that Endeavor arrested, and he was happy about that, actually. Um, also, in this episode, Endeavor just caught the worst stray for no reason. Um, Hawks is with his mom walking through a store because he's sad. Um, and his mom's like, ah, you know, we'll just get you this this Endeavor one. He, he It's cheaper anyway. This is good enough, right? And I'm like, why is this man uh. going to catch a stray? Because <laughs> he wanted the All Might Fair one, enough. but she said Endeavor would be good enough, and apparently it was, and... It just makes me wonder how old any of these characters are. Uh, that Endeavor hasn't aged much right. since the last toy. Since since that, Hawks was a kid at about Hawks was a kid. seven. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that 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 was it was a good episode, and the plotline is very very good. Um, yeah, that's the anime report. And last couple things, uh, Steam Next Fest was this week. So if you're listening to this, it's too late. <laughs> um, but it was fun. I, I I downloaded a demo for a game called Cosplay Club. Um, it was very cute. Uh, it's basically it's called uh, Maho Senshi Cosplay Club, and I've actually backed this on Kickstarter. Um, so full disclosure there. But this demo was just free on Steam, nice. so I don't know how much it, I'm not being paid for any of this. I just care about it. You um, should basically. I, bro, I wish. I thought like, we let me cared show. about ethics and game journalism here. I gave up on ethics and game journalism, like not in the not in the gamer gateway, but in the like you know, you know what? I guess we. I found out this week that we don't care about ethics and game journalism, so I'm just gonna say whatever I want. Who cares? Thanks, um, uh, <laughs> I nine. Um, but yeah, this game it, it looks cool. You are just some girl. You make a cosplay, and there's like a nice little character builder. Like imagine a really really cool pick crew, 
but like in 3D, like like voxel kind of stuff. Looks very nice. much like too good for what a PlayStation One could actually render, but it looks like a PlayStation One, like in a good way, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so you make like your little magical girl costume, and then you do a transformation sequence into it, uh, and then you do like a turn-based RPG kind of fight. Um, that like sort of like active. It's not active time combat, but it has like an active time combat meter. Um, so think of like there's initiative, and you can spend your initiative points to move around the field and do attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. really. It's just it's really cute. I don't know a good way to describe it because I don't think I've ever played anything quite like it. Uh, but Sounds it's cool. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I recommend you all check it out, and I can send you all uh, on the call. I can send you a little picture of the character I made. She was adorable. Uh, other than that, I also played Dungeons of Aether, another spinoff from the Rivals of Aether game, which was a, a Smash Bros. type game. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a platform fighter. With a lot of like technical aspects, and it's a whole furry world. It's a bunch of furry characters. Uh, this is the best way to put it, Anthros. <laughs> and uh, it was fun. It was a dungeon crawler where there's like a little bit of dice mechanics to power up certain moves and like your stats so that you can like win clashes. It was just a small demo, but it was fun. I look forward. I, I was looking forward to it before I saw it, and now I'm looking forward to it now that I've given it a shot. So nice. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's where I am currently at. Uh, with my game report. The Dom's game and, uh, report. Dom's game report. How How's it happening? How's it hanging? And final news piece so we can all go to sleep. Steph, okay. you had a, a bit of a gripe that you brought up. that I, I didn't really know what this was. Yeah. Um, so I now know, but like, you know, this is the facade of the show. For the facade of the show. No, yeah. It's like... Just something that's been bugging me lately um, is like ad server bias like because it's one of those weird things that you know like people say oh it's an algorithm it's it's uh like gonna be neutral but algorithms are only as neutral as the people who program them are and so i've been listening to a lot lately of stuff you miss in history class which is a house of work show that has two female hosts and to uh stuff they don't want you to know which is a house of work show that has three male hosts and even though both of them deal mostly with, like, historical things or, like, uh, I mean, both of them, like, the the topic, you could argue that, like, stuff you miss in history class is about, like, little known facts from history and the stuff they don't want you to know is, like, you could argue that both, that you could use that title for either show almost to an extent. But... The one with the two female hosts is constantly running me ads from the fucking ba- about not just about The Bachelor, but about a podcast hosted by Chris Harrison uh, about his time on The Bachelor. And it just feels and then like when you whenever you're listening to the the conspiracy one with the boys, it's like sports like DraftKings sports betting or like sports radio commercials. It just feels like not only one is it feel weirdly yucky and insulting to have these like extremely gendered ads coming that don't don't have anything to do with the actual content of the show like even that like tangentially but like also the fact that they're advertising the Chris Harrison show at all that it exists and also that it like is being it, it's being framed as like a gossipy entertainment show and it just like it feels 
yucky for lack of a more serious term that it's being pushed like because it's not on stuffy uh, like i because the three i listened to three like how stuff works podcast stuff stuff you should know stuff they don't want you to know and stuff you miss in history class and i think stuff you should know is big enough that like they mostly just do their own ad reads so like you don't necessarily it's always just like stamps or socks or like right. meundies or whatever but like these slightly smaller pods both like have the actual like ad server kind of thing where like you can tell that it's like something where they like marked in the audio and something like was pushed into it much later because like it'll be like an episode from 2016 with like a commercial for something from 2020 for like a like doctor strange into the multiverse of madness yeah it's it's a google adsense essentially is what it what does it yeah so like something is pushing external ads into the the server or like into the episode and it just is insane to me that it is that like I don't know. So yeah, I wonder how it pulls the ads cuz I know different servers like different programs will use different things. Um mm-hmm. cuz I remember I would listen to the Waypoint Radio podcast and like yeah, you'll be getting an ad at this point and it should be this, but sometimes we can't control it, it'll be based on other things and I never got them cuz I guess my podcast catcher was just pulling them weirdly from the RSS feed. Um uh-huh. But I what I've seen is a lot of places will it's very funny when you see it on YouTube, like when people choose their sponsors. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I see what audi- what your primary audience is based on the ads that you're pulling. Like, ah, it's Manscaped. I, you must have a mostly male audience. Like, oh, it's like Dr. Squatch. Like, it's probably mostly male, but not necessarily only. Like, oh, it's Bright Sellers. May- this could be any audience. And then you get, like, I think anytime I start seeing, like, oh, this isn't... Well, a- Adam and Eve does ads for everybody, but, like, Lilo is, like, oh, this is... A majority female audience like that's why you would have this particular brand and i don't know mm-hmm. if the adsense is based on the general audience of the show because like why would those shows have that vastly different of audiences which i guess yeah. they could but that would be weird right yeah I, yeah i just i do wonder if it has something to do with like i mean uh, iheart media just like kind of catering things they think in a way because of what yeah. the, like but what even just the gender of the, the perception hosts. of the yeah like that's yeah and like i that's the easiest explanation that's probably what it is but it's just like yucky that they're do, doing it yeah I, I mean the way that all those ads and adsense is tracked in the first place is pretty yucky uh and oh, i yeah, say that well I say that as somebody who answers those Google surveys so I can get my 15 cents, uh, which I know will affect the type of ads that I get, but... <laughs> hey, you don't have to tell the truth, right? You're right. Uh, Usually I just, I, I give middle-of-the-road opinions and everything. I'm just completely, I they probably think I'm the most neutral person alive. Whenever YouTube serves me any kind of ad that's like, that like that's like, have you heard of Subway? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, what's I just that? Answer no. Like, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I do the uh, every now and then I get one from Overwatch League, and they'll ask me like, "Hey, do you recognize this advertisement?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've seen it before." They're like, "Do you know what they do?" I'm like, "No." They're the ones that get me like, "Which of these sponsors do you recognize from an Overwatch League team?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." And they're like, "Hey, out of out of these five sponsors." 
Who sponsors New York Excelsior? Like, I don't know, dog. I didn't pay that hard of attention. They're like, oh, so you didn't really watch it? I'm like, you got, you caught me. I know that we yeah. Butterfinger was there. That's it, man. And I often like, get like uh, requests, like for through like the Google, like you know, surveys or whatever. It's like, do you remember watching this YouTube video? I'm like, yeah, I watched it like ten minutes ago. They're like, what did you think of yep. it? Like, they'll like be like, what did did you like it? Was it a good video? I'm like, yes. And they're like, because I I know that's gonna go back on the creators. And then it'll be like, yeah. what was good about this video? And it's like a bunch of different options. And I always click the blank one where you fill it and I just say, it was good. <laughs> it then, was good. <laughs> and then move on. <laughs> what was good about it? It was good. Well, half, half the time, I just don't even remember. And then they're like, like, how does this stuff relate to you? And I'm like, like, how are you more likely to buy this router because of the Soul Dynasty? I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to buy a router. So like... More likely than zeros, still zero. For me, it's still zero. Yeah. It's still below one. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird how much they gender stuff. Also, it's funny when they make assumptions and yeah, oof, they they have not correctly guessed my gender on a few websites. Uh, same. Look, you look, you look up fishnet tights one time and they're like, oh, for me it was so all hair product. I know what's going on here. You're a girl. I'm like, I know, but I mean, I'm just. It's like these tights are cool. You know? That happens to me because I I buy product for people with long hair and like girl, yeah, girl yeah. must be. You you mean a girl? Yeah, you mean a, a girl, a person with long hair, as the Bible says. Yep, exactly that. Except for the, except for the one guy, the one guy was allowed to have long hair. Yeah, but the everybody one else, one? the main boy. Yeah, he's like the main boy. He's the, in all the rooms. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I know we're about to wrap up, but I'd be remiss not to mention a new Magic the Gathering set came out this past week. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, dude. It's 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 a month. It's a new week. <laughs> yeah, it's been four weeks the since the last set came out. It's been four weeks since the last set came out, so so clearly we need another. Um, the, Obviously, the thing is, this set's really good. The art is dope. Junji Ito did a bunch of the art, or did some of the art in it again, and like, well, see, that's fun. Like, there's like a lot of really cool alternate art alternate printings and stuff um the uh i see it dom it's a very cool blanket (laughs) (laughs) Um, i just want to show you yeah no that is really cool uh for the listeners it it was a lucart yeah lucario Lucario, yeah i don't have any magic card blankets i guess that's like my next level is when i need to be sleep wrapped sleep wrapped in a card um yeah no the, the new set's good um more cool story stuff going on with magic. Even if you're not a person who wants to play card games and stuff, go read like a wiki entry on the magic, the gathering story. It's fucking wild. <laughs> like just the shenanigans that they, the writers put in that story. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, it's funny seeing all these different, uh, properties. I love, love a wiki dive. Uh, speaking of like Dangerous. wiki dives, uh, who are you telling? Go back and watch some of the old Um Actually episodes. It's just wild to see how far they've come. Uh, <laughs> that's that's all I got. Um, well, the uh, we're finishing this podcast. Uh, fortunately, the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles did not win the Super Bowl. Um, the Kansas City team did. Uh, not a great named team. But hey, a black quarterback won a Super Bowl, so it's hard for me to be upset. Uh, how did the Kansas City team... Formerly of the Shoestinger. Blah. 
How did the Kansas City... formerly of the Steelers is on the, the Kansas City now. How did, hey, so that's a win for him. How did Kansas City manage to escape the we need to rename these teams? Um, Because it's not as blatantly of a slur. Like, you theoretically could say the word, oh, like a, a police chief. Sure. You can't say a police Washington football team. <laughs> I, don't think that I regularly easy. say that. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, you said what I said, but not not the slur. I think just because even though it's racist, it's not a slur. But a lot of people are like, are like, hey, it's, it shouldn't have escaped. It's weird that we just let that one pass. Um, I'm sure that there is a there is a work in progress there that, that just has not come like because of that reason it hasn't. Had as high of a profile. They could also. It would be. I personally. I, I mean, I would have to talk to some Native American people to see how they would feel. But you would think at least the half measure they could take was just change the logo to not like the rock thing that it is. Not, the, yeah, yeah, not a fucking tomahawk. Like, like yeah, it's, just a, it's an arrowhead. arrowhead. Yeah. yeah, just change it to like I don't know, like a helmet or like a little guy. <laughs> It'd be like, eh, it's like the general chief. Like when you see your friend, like, hey, chief, what's up? And yeah. you're like, hey, bro, you could. I'm not saying it would work, but you could at least you get away with it like for a couple argument. of days. Could make it like a big hammer, and it's like you're the work chief. Like that's like you know the like chief of the foundry like a, or whatever, like a foreman. Yeah, yeah, like a foreman kind yeah. of guy. Don't yeah, don't even from, have to change your colors. Yeah, from the Midwest, your blue collar. Yeah, it would be really Man, easy could to just do. Be, I they think they could just be the Kansas City foreman, like, <laughs> like. Go men. Go men. Go, go men. at least four men. <laughs> oh man. Wow, wow, wow. Um I think it's the podcast, right? Yeah. I think so. I think we podcasted. We 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 succeeded. Okay. Well, uh Steph, would you like to hit the yeah. people with the social media business, please? I sure will do that thing. If you want to find us on the internet, uh, you can do that. We are in your browser, characterreveal.simplecast.fm. Uh, we are in your social media feeds. We are Character Reveal on Instagram and Facebook. We're Character Rev on Twitter. Um, we are in your podcatcher of choice is Character Reveal. Um, you can look through, see the blue curtains. You'll know what we're talking about. That's us. Um you can, and while you're there, uh, if your service allows it, it would be cool if you would uh, like and subscribe and maybe even leave a review. That'd be awesome. Um, if you want to talk to us, tell us something, come on the show, who can say? Uh, shoot us an email, characterreveal at gmail.com. Uh, let's see, what else is there? There's us individually. We're all separate people. Eric's unfindable. But I am uh, Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowqueer on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. And Dom is Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found on the internet. Um, it's and true. yeah, it's true. And if you like us a whole lot um, as a unit, you can support us financially uh, by going patreon.com slash character reveal and becoming a patron of a dollar or more per month. Or you can buy coffee. You could buy coffee. Um, I'd say you should. Hey, check it out. We're sponsored by Grinding Coffee Company. They're a great uh, online coffee shop. Uh, Black-owned, LGBTQ plus-owned, uh, women-led coffee shop. And they got all the kind of coffee needs that you need. That makes sense, right? They got grounds. They got beans. They got K-cups. They got merchandise, too. Probably if you need a cup. I mean, you could also drink it straight from the pot. I'm not here to tell you you should or shouldn't. Just let it cool down. Don't hurt yourself. But you should drink some good coffee. They got lots <laughs> of different flavors. Changes pretty seasonally. There's so much you can do. Um, 
check them out. And if you follow the link in our description or find them online and use offer code character reveal all one word, you get 10% off your next order. So that'll help them. That helps us. That helps you. It's a triple win. Everybody's happy. You get your coffee. What more is, what more is there to ask for? Um, nothing. There's it, nothing more. Exactly. That's what I've been waiting to hear this whole time. Um, but yeah, check it out. Grinding Coffee Company. They're awesome. And, um, well, hey, that's, that's a podcast, y'all. That's it. Another episode. Yeah, we did another episode. And there will be more. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Probably, right? I don't know. We'll do our best. Hey, listeners, this has been fun. Uh, But until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.